everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode number 32, Disney's California Adventure. What an adventure it was. <laughs> you had four days. Did you go all four days when you went there? Every single day I went to both of the parks. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so we just recently came back from the West Coast. So California Adventure, we probably won't say Disney's California Adventure. So DCA is the other acronym. But anyway, we just came back from Disneyland and California Adventure, which is out in Anaheim, California. You know, the... the and in last week, we talked a little bit about a comparison of Disneyland and Disney World, but really we kind of compared it more to the Magic Kingdom because that's kind of the more apples to apples comparison. But, you know, if you really want to just compare the two resorts for a second, the thing that's really neat about about California's resort is the fact that it's so close, right? You can literally walk to the next park and you can literally walk to downtown Disney, right? In Florida... There's so much space that they're really far apart. And so sometimes like park hopping is difficult. But yeah, I was able to visit both Disneyland and California Adventure all four days I was there. Super easy, super seamless. And it wasn't like, you know how sometimes when you go to Magic Kingdom and you're like, oh, I'm at Big Thunder Mountain. And now I got to get to Space Mountain because that's when my next lightning lane is, right? Like, And you're like, I got to plan like 10, 15 minutes. It didn't even feel like it was, it took that long to get from one park to the next. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I would say in general, I don't love having a park hopper um, at Disney World because I feel like my brain is, when I'm in the morning, I'm at a certain park and I'm like, I know we're park hopping to another place. There's part of this, like, I got to get it all in or are we going to get to the next place on time? I'm not totally opposed to it, but in California, it totally makes sense. And I would probably feel limited if I didn't do it that way. I would, I liked that we, I was there for two days and I did the park hopper there because it's walking distance. Yeah, for sure. I, I would say like, look, it's a pro tip. Um, if you don't get a park hopper option, you're, you're really selling yourself short. I mean, it is totally worth the extra cost. Um, to do that, you you would just be totally selling yourself short if you're in California and you don't have the option to go across the way. Look, even if you just wanted to go get a snack or something like that, right? Like <laughs> the ability to open yourself up to more food options is, I just think it's invaluable. So I thought maybe I have my son Colin's map. He got one of the maps and I, I should do better about grabbing those every trip because they're free, cool souvenirs and it's kind of fun to look at how the map changes over the years. But anyway, why don't we just start at the front of the park? Um, at least when we were there, we had, um, we were there, it's Halloween time right now, and Oogie Boogie was at the entrance of California Adventure. So I thought that was pretty cool. He would talk and, and do some stuff. But right after you get to the entrance, um, it's called Buena Vista Street. So tell us, like, what what is your favorite part about that area of the park? Well, let me just say, I'm so used to, um, you know, the one question most people would have is like, well, what's the comparable park in Florida? Like the most comparable is probably Hollywood Studios, but really it's not an apples to apples comparison. Okay. So just, you should be aware of that. They're, the I entrance, think, the, the entrance is the same. 
Like yeah, the and, and I think the inspiration was the same, right? When yeah. they created California Adventure, the thought was, hey, we're going to kind of bring the California studio lot and stuff like that. Um, if you go and watch things like the Imagineering story and you 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 watch it's, about the original. Yeah. Um, it's got some troubled past. <laughs> yeah, like this is this was not a great thing for them to have done when they did it the way they did it. And um, everyone involved, Eisner and everybody will come back. They, they tell you, yeah, we just we kind of mailed it in and we thought people would just buy it. And the reality was that they didn't. And so, you know, props to to the company. They really have invested in California Adventure to make it its own standalone theme park that has a full day's worth of, I think, a full day's worth of attractions and things to do. And you just you feel you feel great. So. I bring that up because you say, hey, when you walk in, what's the comparable, right? When I, I'm used to walking in, you know, Hollywood Studios and you see the Chinese theater at the end, um, it's not the same feel at Yeah, DCA. there is no, there's no big thing at the end of the street, but I feel like it's just kind of a fresh California vibe. Like it has the slate roofs and I don't know. It, it, it reminds me, frankly, a lot of walking around, um, Kind of a kind of a lot of like walking around Beverly Hills, right? Mm. You've got the trees all around. You've you've got shops here on the sides. It's just it's just this nice, good kind of upscale, very upscale. I think luxurious feel as you're walking. It feels like California, and so it's apt that this is California Adventure. You walk in, you're like, I know exactly where I'm at. Yeah. Well, I'll point out two things from that area. Um, the Headless Horseman, at least for Halloween time, was there. So that was a pretty cool photo op. Um, and then the other thing that I wish I would have realized that it was at this spot was Mortimer's Market, which is just this open air market. But that is where they sell, sold the um, vampire sourdough Mickey loaf. Oh, that's that, where they, they sold the bread we couldn't get because it was gone. Yeah. Well, I waited till the end of the day. It, you, it's typical. That's a typical bakery. And hopefully if it's good baked goods you you do want to go earlier in the day but I got there and there was no more sourdough to be had so that that's a cute little open air market I don't know I, and that's where we had the lockers which I thought were nice and clean and easy to get to um so that's the main area and then let's go left so the next area which we didn't spend a lot of time in is called Hollywood Land even though I did see like an archway that said Hollywood Studios which to me is confusing to the park in in Florida but I know that we're a lot closer to Hollywood there um but that I love that forced perspective big mural that as you're walking down that street um in the distance took some cool pictures with that you know what I'm talking about I know what you're talking about um this is part of the original park and, and honestly yeah I didn't spend any time over there because that's like the wasted part of the park it really is. There's there's well, not there's 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 a few places to eat. There is, I believe, supposed to be a show, but when we were there, actually, it had been kind of postponed or something wasn't going on in the theater over there. And so, really, when we walked down through that area, um, it was mostly just to be able to get shake? to Avengers Campus. You got your shake though, that orange shake there. I I did get that blood orange shake there. Yes. Well, the other there's there's a lot of story about that shake. You got it twice. Um, there's a couple things I wish I would have done, especially with our kids. If I felt like we had more time, 
Um, they have the Monsters uh, Inc. ride, which is pretty cute. We That's the one I'm talking time. about that I yeah. think was closed down. Oh, was it closed down? Okay. Yeah. And then um, the other thing over there is, um, oh, it's the it's the movie. They have it at. Oh, no, that's what I'm talking about. It's the movie. The The ride was open, but the movie was closed in the theater right there. Yeah, PhilharMagic. Yeah, Disney Mickey's PhilharMagic. Do you remember that? You know that one at Disney World, right? I do. That's not the that's not the show that I'm thinking of, though. Okay, well, I'm talking about those are the we're, two things I wish. We're doing I would a terrible done. job of telling these people what this map looks like because <laughs> I can't well, keep are, it straight what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know where you're at. <laughs> I should have brought my own map. Just go along with me. So anyway, right. I'm just those are the two things: the Monsters Inc. ride. I wish I would have taken our kids on, and then Mickey's Philhar Magic. But some of those, my brain was going, okay, well, we're going to Disney. Oh, he's pulling up his map. <laughs> we're going to Disney World. In a couple months. And so there, the thought was, okay, let's try to make sure we get stuff in that isn't, you know, possible for us to do when we go on our next trip. Um, but I just loved, loved that area. I loved the store, not the storefront, like the theater front of Mickey's Philhar Magic. Um, very cool vibe. Took a picture of it. Didn't actually go see the movie, though. Um so then I guess the next area, like Randy said, is Avengers Campus. Are, are you are you good to go with me there? Yeah, let's go up to your Avengers map? Campus. <laughs> He's pulling up the map. Um, so we, of course, there's Tower of Terror, which is now not called Tower of Terror. What's it called? It's called Guardians it's of, of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. But I feel like it had a different name, so we did two different ver- versions. Well, we that's because the- that's because there's a Halloween overlay, so it's a different. Yeah, yeah, ride. yeah. What's it called for that one? It's, it's like called Monsters, Monsters after-, after Dark. After Dark. Okay, so basically, oh, and the other thing I will share is that we did get the shawarma, <laughs> which is kind of a, a joke. There's a lot of references to the um, Avengers and Marvel movies in that area. But that was something that didn't uh, Iron Man want at the end of Avengers or something was like, let's go get shawarma, right? Yeah, uh, that was a that was the very, if I'm not mistaken, at the end of the Avengers, that's the first um, cutscene bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're all just sitting there at this place, this diner. And (laughs) but anyway, if you are wondering, is the shawarma worth worth the price? I think we would all agree. I think you had some, and then Henry and I all ate it. I thought it was. Delicious. I got a bite. I got a bite. Did you like it? Do you remember? Uh, the bite good? I had was nice. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think really like you're probably supposed to get shawarma in New York, and so that's kind of the idea is why it, why it was around in the first place. And so you know, all my times in New York, I've never had it because I mostly don't trust the food carts that are just out on the street, but. <laughs> And by the oh, way, that's how this always, was too, right? It's yeah. the same sort of thing. But um, it anyways. always smells so good in New York, though, when you go past those things. Yeah, I think. Sp- smells good until the middle of the night. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right. So tell us, tell us about the Avengers Campus area. Well, I think the Avengers Campus is really cool, right? I mean, um, there's a couple of ways that you can get in there, and so the 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 way that we're talking about walking in, you basically walk right into to the Tivon Tower, right? So that was, 
Um, you know, everyone's familiar with the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Of course, it made a ton of sense that the Hollywood Tower Hotel would be in California, not too far from Hollywood. But that was the place that they chose to reimagine um, the Hollywood Tower Hotel. They, they turned it into the Tavon Tower. Uh, Tanelier Tavon happens to be known as the Collector if you watch the Marvel Cinematic movies. And so he's the collector and keeps a bunch of facts and artifacts. And it's so cool. You walk in there and they did such a great job reimagining this space because um, you see his collections and he's got the stuff in the in the cases, just like in the movie. He's got suits of armor. He's got like, I don't know, I think there was like a brain or something in one of them or whatever. And then there's some videos going on. Um, and it's really neat, but, but you see this gigantic tower and this is where the collector has his collection. And it also happens to be the place where you get to join with Rocket in busting his friends, the Guardians of the Galaxy, out of the collector's collection. That audio animatronic of, uh, oh my gosh, Rocket, I almost forgot his name is awesome and hilarious and that was almost worth the price of admission was just his his you know yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely i mean just just so well done um how that that whole thing works and and conceptually right i think what i love about that attraction is conceptually um rocket's humor is really what does make the whole thing worthwhile but the story just frankly finally kind of made sense right like um, it's cool. I like it. You've got to experience. People ask a lot like, okay, which one's better? The, the, uh, Tower of Terror or Mission Breakout from a ride mechanics perspective, they're identical. Okay. But it's a different experience. There's a lot of things that, that make riding, uh, Mission Breakout a little different. And so if you, struggle with Tower of Terror, there's a good chance actually you'll probably really enjoy Mission Breakout because there's there's enough different elements in how the ride is presented yeah. that it doesn't freak you out. Well, and I will say I I remember liking it in high school when I went on Tower of Terror. And then ever since then, I have not liked it. <laughs> but I have forced myself to do it because I'm trying to force myself to do something that is scary sometimes. And this was the first time that I have ridden it without holding on to the handles at all. Like I didn't hold on to them once. And so that to me was, and I put my arms up a lot of times and I, I, did, I didn't die. So, you know. Very proud of you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I actually left the ride. Usually I leave it just like, oh, I survived. But this time it was just like, that was, that was fun. <laughs> so Henry, Henry and I welcome you to our club of thrills. Welcome. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. I will say I would recommend doing the lightning lane. I only did it twice and had a lightning lane when I did it. Um, our son, Henry, was very disappointed when we wouldn't wait 75 or 100 minutes <laughs> again to go on it. <laughs> he was very upset that we chose a world of color instead of. Yeah. 75 or 100 and something minutes at the very end of the day, which means that you would not have been able to do anything else when there was right. such a wide variety yes. of things you could do. Yeah. Bless his heart. Okay. So that's, so, that's, that's the biggest thing of Avengers Campus, right? But yeah. there's things you shouldn't miss out on, right? I mean, there's some really neat things to look at. You've got the whole Avengers headquarters 
that is right there. Right across from that is the PIM Tasting Lab. We got to go in there. That's I have a, to talk about that. Okay, so you could do it, but and I think that's great. The PIM Tasting Lab, this is a quick service place, and Kayla's got some, some cool things there. But on top of the Avengers headquarters right across from it, there's a Quinjet. Like, how cool was that? Like, I, I got to finally see a, a Quinjet, right? Um, and then there's there's just other cool things in there, too, right? The the uh, ancient sanctum, the Sanctum Santorum, right, where you would find Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. And there was that's a lot of there. Char- there was a lot of character greetings in the whole area. That's right, and, cool. and that's where you actually get to do your photo op with Doctor Strange himself. So that was pretty cool. And then there's this whole big Spider-Man thing, okay? And so why don't you talk about Pym, and then I'll talk about Spider-Man Web Slingers. So I, um, it's cool. There's a cool mural mural of this Choco Smash fun bite-sized candy bar. Okay, so Pym's Test Kitchen's uh, something to do with Ant-Man, right? And so um, either he makes things really giant or really tiny, right? Yeah, Dr. Dr. Pym is the one that came up with the Oh, the with serum, the right? technology. Yeah, yeah, the technology to shrink you or blow you up. Well, he took a bite-sized Choco Smash candy bar, which is basically like a homemade Snickers, um, which I thought was pretty good. I do like just a pure Snickers sometimes, but... This was really good. Anyway, so it's it's the joke is that it's it's blown up. It's this giant candy bar, which was enough for at least two or three of us um, easily. Probably four. Yeah, probably. It it, it probably should have been before. Yeah, it was huge. Anyway, I uh, that was one of those cool things where you're able to easily mobile order, pick up quickly, move on, go see World of Color. But check it out. Yeah, and so, you know, and obviously the, the candy bar is the only one we had an experience with, but I looked around and saw the things that everybody else was getting and stuff. Like, that's how it is with all the food, right? So it was pretty cool. It's just kind of a cool experience, I think. Um, definitely mobile order. That's always the best way to go these days at the parks. Yes. Like, you'll save yourself tons of time, I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, so the last big thing that we should talk about is a brand new attraction at California Adventure called Spider-Man Web Slingers, or it's called Web Spingers, a Spider-Man adventure, right? <laughs> now, this is one of their premier uh, attractions, and so it, it falls into the category of individual lightning lane, um, which means that if you want to get in to the lightning lane thing, it's going to cost you some, some, some extra. However, we found out a little too late. There also happens to be a single rider line that nobody knows about, and you could probably get on right away if you go through there. Anyways, uh, there's also why, a standby this queue. Is, this is why people should listen to podcasts and read things before you go on trips. Like I, That kind of stuff drives me crazy. I'm like, oh, if I just had that little bit of knowledge... We could have saved, what, $60? Was it $60? $60. And, and the first day we did it, we could have saved ourselves an hour, right? Because we oh, stood in line for an hour in, in the, the standby heat. line. Yeah. In the heat, yeah. yeah. The, it's not super well. Like, it looks like it should be well shaded, but instead the queue is like boxed into this concrete jungle. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, that, that part was not thought out well. But once you get inside, it was amazing. Yes. That was so cool. cool. And again, the pre-show reminded me of how good the pre-show is at 
Cosmic Rewind for Guardians. Yeah. Cosmic God. Rewind. It reminds me too of, frankly, when Rise of the Resistance came out, right? When you go through oh, and yeah. you see Rey pop up and she's a hologram like you'd expect in Star Wars. Like, it is that cool. Um, Peter Parker, the current he, Peter Parker, Tom Holland, yeah. he makes his appearance as Spider Man there. And I'm not going to give the right away. This is one of those that I don't feel like I should do a bunch of spoilers. But I will I will say this. From a technology perspective, once again, the Imagineers have like outdone themselves. Like this was so cool. And how you get to literally be part of the attraction. Think yeah, about... People, people need to pre- come prepared. Like do some wrist, wrist strengthening yeah. exercises before yeah. you come. Or arm strengthening. Like this actually is a physical physical exercise for you think about toy story mania right but like times a million okay um but without like holding on to anything so that's kind of my preview you should definitely do it even if you don't want to pay the extra money for the individual lightning lane check out the standby queue or be really smart and single rider that baby because that's the that's your ticket on quickly yeah. So, okay, let's look back at the map here. I, I will say that for me, this is still a relatively new park for me to visit. I had a hard time navigating. There was, there's no, there's no like, um, for me, there wasn't a big point of reference to figure out where the center of the park was. So anyway, if, if you struggle with directions and things, get a map and just know that you're not alone. <laughs> I felt like I, I was lost multiple times, but Next to Avengers Campus is Cars Land. And we did get a really cool experience um, and got got to experience this back in 2018 when we went as a family. Amazing. Like, and my kids grew up watching Cars and Cars 2 and even a little bit of Cars 3 recently. Um, But yeah, that it the street looks just like the street on the movie um, Route 66. Right. And then. Mm I feel like we did most of the stuff there. We didn't do the, I've never done the um, tractor one, but we got to do Luigi's. We got to do radiator racers. I've never eaten anything back in that area. Did you eat anything when you were there with your friends? No, never eaten back there. Um, Although back at the Cozy Cone, there's a lot of things that you could have eaten. Um, Cozy Cone Motel. I don't know if that's like a permanent thing or if if that's, I I think it is, but... I know that they had a lot of the holiday snacks. didn't Didn't get a chance to take take advantage of that. But you're right. Like it's just like walking down, you know, downtown Radiator Springs, right, right off yeah. Route 66. Like it's exactly what you saw in the in the movie. Exactly what you would expect it to be like. So cool. Yeah, and this one had a Halloween out overlay. Avengers. I didn't notice anything Halloween at Avengers, but there's a a bunch of stuff at Carsland for the holidays. Um, also radiator racers has a single rider line, which we learned the hard way or not learned the hard way, but we stuck it out in the regular line and should have, should have, uh, gone over to the single rider line that one morning. Um, yeah. And when you think radiator Springs racers think test track, but times two, but going through the Canyon near radiator Springs (laughs) off route 66. Right. And it is, you know, um, is it exactly like test track? No, it's not. Um, in fact, uh, my friend Ryan, who was there with us, shout out to Ryan, you know, our, our conclusion of radiator Springs racers, we love it. 
Um, it is one of the most beautiful rides you'll go on oh, just yeah. because you get to feel that. But if I were to say, do I prefer that one or Test Track? I, I prefer Test Track because Test Track is the more intense ride. Radiator Springs Racers, even though you are kind of racing the other person, it is not as fast. It is not as intense. I think there's there's a lot of meat left on the bone there um, that that could have been taken advantage of. But at the same time, great attraction. Uh, again, just like Test Track, though, if you don't want to wait in that line, the single rider line is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the other they, problem with the other problem with it, by the way, though, it breaks down a ton, like a ton. There wasn't a day there that it hadn't broken down multiple times. Well, and that's kind of the reason we got stuck in the regular line, because we we'd seen that it was broken down all morning. And then when we got over there, like, yeah, it just opened up and we're like, oh, it just opened up. Well, I guess we will get in line thinking that we were like one of the first people. And but, we were. <laughs> but still, yeah, there was still a wait. I will say that the single rider line wasn't working very effectively because I remember our car had at least two empty, empty seats. seats. I, yeah. I will say this. So you should be aware of this, by the way. There are multiple single rider lines for different attractions at DCA. They are not uh, as efficient. They're not very efficient there. Right. And yeah. and check out our last episode if you just want to kind of get our feel for the cast member experience. I just feel like this is a this is an area that needs a lot of improvement. Um, when we get over and I tell you about the Incredicoaster in a few minutes, especially, you'll understand why. Yeah. And then I will say there, like I said, there's a Halloween overlay um, for for that area. And the Luigi's was so cool. I thought they they did special Halloween music and it was all decorated over there. I loved the tires, the pumpkin yeah, the pumpkins that were made out of tires in the display windows. I thought those were amazing. Um, and then, of course, we would definitely recommend going there at nighttime as well. All of the neon yeah. is incredible. And so nighttime, by the way, when when dusk comes on, okay, if you remember, there's a scene in Cars, the first movie, where all the neon lights start to come on, right? And so you get to kind of watch Radiator Springs come to life at nighttime. They do this every night in Cars Land. So, um, and they'll make some announcements, right? If you're in the shops, like some of the some of the cast members will say, okay, be sure, like in 10 minutes, go outside, be looking at the mountain, have your cameras on, because you'll get to see the show where shop by shop, you know, you know, it starts at the end and then Luigi's comes on and then Flo's Cafe comes oh, on. Like you I get missed, to see the lights come that. on. So I have some video. We'll upload it to our Instagram, Instagram. page soon. And um, you have to show me first. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> no, no, you got to go to Instagram. <laughs> oh, gosh. OK, yes. Instagram. Whistle While You Work podcast. That's where we're at. All right. So should we should we hop over to Pixar Pier? Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I, I want to touch on something you mentioned before, and that's about getting kind of lost, not oh, not having your bearings. Totally. Okay, there um, is a there's a Pacific Wharf in between the two. Yeah, yeah, that's why I want to that's why I want to mention this. But I don't. Um, isn't that just food? What is there? X Y Z. This is what I'm going to say. The place makes no sense because there's no <laughs> point of reference. Okay. Yeah. There's just not a point of reference now. By the way, if you walk through Hollywood Studios, you feel the same way sometimes. There's not a good point of reference because the Tower of Terror, which could be your point of reference, is so far off in the corner, you cannot see it from most places. And so that's how it felt a lot 
in DCA. Like you'd be going places and if you knew the order of things, then you could kind of keep up. Yeah. But there were multiple entrances and exits to almost every place, right? So Avengers Campus, um, I mentioned there was two. There's really three. You can get there off of Hollywood Studios. You can get there through Cars Land. And you can get there kind of off of the main walkway, right? And But you can't see any of the rest of that area from each of those entrances. It's, it's hard to keep your point of reference. And so there's little tucked in things in places like Pacific Wharf, where all of a sudden you're there and you're like, what am I doing here? Like, what is this place? Yeah. And there's not a lot of people. What's going on? Yeah, it's mostly food. And it's not it's not like all day long the food is open. I will say that I did get the Instagrammable pumpkin uh, bunt cake. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that it was dry. Randy was concerned, most concerned that it was dry. I just didn't think the flavor was that good. So if you were listening to our... Halloween treats episode. Now you know the conclusion of that story. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we have made it to Pixar Pier. Um, to what for me was the highlight of the whole trip for me was the Incredicoaster, which used to be California Screamin', but they have done a Incredibles Pixar overlay in that whole area. So I, I, I think I did it three times. Was it three times? Um, always had a lightning lane. We actually had a lightning lane our second day to go there, but the ride kept breaking down. So the cool part, if that ever happens to you, is that they automatically give you a multi-experience pass, which basically gives you a lightning lane wherever you want in the park. Mostly so wherever nice. you want. Mostly, Mostly wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. It, it does have some limitations. Um, but the three times we did it, I just, I loved it. I love that thrill. I mean, you go upside down. You're up really high. You are buckled in really good, though. But um, what do you think? What was your experience with that? Yeah, area? I mean, uh, again, let me just use a comparison point of reference, right? It's like it's like rock and roller coaster, but it's outdoors, okay? Yeah. So that's the first biggest difference. But in terms of a thrill coaster, same level, right? There's even a there's even a loop, right? So that you're you go fully upside down. Um, I don't think it's quite as intense as Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster has more loops, more inversions, a couple corkscrews that you you don't get quite that much on this. But it's longer. I think it's a longer ride, um, and it's oh my gosh, it's just gorgeous. Like it's so pretty to be able to go through it. Well, and, what, and I think they do they do a good job theming. You feel like you're at the beach, like there's sand underneath the ride. Even that whole area was just really sunny. There wasn't any shade. You really did feel like you were at the boardwalk of a beach. Yeah, and there's there's cool things in terms of the theming of the ride itself being an Incredibles ride, right? Um, they were able to incorporate the characters and their unique, you know, superhero superpowers into that ride. And there's even some some cool little gems in there. I, I will just tell you, when you get a chance to finally go on it, you'll go through one tunnel and Mr. Incredible's trying to find Jack-Jack. And if you remember from the second movie, he's trying to bribe Jack-Jack with some um, cookie num-nums, cookie num-nums, right? And so when you hear him say cookie num-nums, just take a little sniff of the air. You won't be disappointed. I will say that that compared to the cookie num nums at um, Hollywood Studios in in Florida, 
I think it just it all works there. Like you're you're at the Incredicoaster's ride, and then the Cookie Num Num stand is right there, um, over by the ride, and you're eating it over there. I think I feel like it's a little disjointed. There's like the alleyway of yeah. Well, there's no there's no real attraction. I think right. Yeah, there's there used to be a yeah. I think at times they've had a meet and greet, but yeah, there's yeah. I mean, you can you can do there's a character uh, experience, but but there's no like attraction. So. It the doesn't cookies. make a lot of sense, but I they feel like but the, you do. The cookie is the same, though. It's yeah, the, the same. cookie I'm sure is the same. I feel like though. I don't at, love that cookie. I know a lot of people do. To me, I'm like meh. But yeah, no, I thought it was good. That they offer milk there, though, which to me, I'm like, yes, milk and cookies. I don't remember the one at in Florida. Well, you have to go next door to Joffrey's, Joffrey's. to yeah, get a glass of milk. Lines. Yeah. <laughs> so you got two lines. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a that's a miss in Florida. Um, so Incredicoaster is really cool. Here's again, that pro tip, you know, Kayla just mentioned it, but talk about lightning lane usage for a second. I didn't experience this ride go down a whole lot, but when it does, it, it could be a pain. Okay. One of the neat things that I was able to figure out about using, um, you know, throwback to Disney genie dollar sign. Okay. (laughs) So genie plus, which is, which is your lightning lane availability, right? One of the cool things that works really well in California with this is your ability to stack things up at the beginning. Okay. So we had like a a 10 o'clock in credit coaster ride. Literally the second we got there to redeem it, it had broken down. Well, they don't mess around. They'll give you a multi-experience attraction, um, lightning lane that you can use mostly anywhere. By the way, that works at both parks. So again, it's totally worth having that park hopper because, you know, we used a couple of these. And we went over and we used it at Big Thunder Mountain and we used it at Space Mountain. So that was really kind of neat. But what's cool is when that happens, when it breaks down, all of a sudden the clock for you to book your next attraction is also reset. So mm-hmm. the way it works is you either use your um, your Lightning Lane Pass or it's been effectively kind of reset and redeemed because you've got a new multi-experience pass. So you could book a new one. And so what I started doing, what I noticed was, oh, well, 10 o'clock's broken, but they're offering me an 11.05 in credit coaster. So I just booked that one right away. Even and though you knew it was probably even though I thought, Yeah, even though I thought, oh, well, it's 10.50 right now. Is this going to be up in 15 minutes? Probably not. So next thing you know, I had like four multi-experience um lightning lanes that were just piled up and I was still able to book the Incredicoaster because remember you can only book it once with your lightning lane so this didn't count for me doing that now I was able to use it in a bunch of places that's a pro tip Um, just be aware like be on top of your stuff because if something happens and you get that multi-experience then hey that's a big win because now you can keep booking stuff and I would say if your attraction itself is available and that time is really close Keep doing it because you can start stacking some some real prizes. Yeah, and I feel like it kind of uh, spoiled us because we really didn't have to wait in any, any lines that day because we had all of those. And so especially when Henry, you know, wanted to do Tower of Terror again and there was like a 75 minute wait, we were like, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't had to wait in a line all day long. I don't want to wait in one yeah. now, even though it is a fun ride. Yeah, a little uh, caveat on that. They're not good at every ride right so in other words you'll get it for comparable ones 
um, but like special ones. So like it what didn't work on web slingers, did not work on the on mission breakout because those were considered a different kind of tier of attraction. But hey, use the same analogy. Say the same thing had happened on one of those rides, then it would have worked that way. And then you would have had a pass that worked pretty much everywhere, right? So if mission breakout breaks down and you get a multi-experience pass, it's good for everything in the park. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's true. Okay. Um, So just a little bit more about the Pixar Pier. Um, it has that crazy Ferris wheel that does some crazy stuff, not normal. Um, I don't know. I, I think it also has a Midway Mania, which we didn't do. The, I didn't do. I don't know if you did it with your friends, but I didn't do it. I did. I know that. Twice. Yeah. You know, it's Mr. Potato Head's hilarious. Um, I'm sure, again, that ride probably makes even more sense here um, than it does Hollywood Studios. But I didn't do that one. And then we didn't walk over to Paradise Gardens Park. I, I didn't even go that way. Um, but it's to me, it just felt a little bit more like Six Flags or Dino Land USA. That whole area of the park has that like regular amusement park feel. <laughs> carnival almost like which um yeah. to me i it's not it's not like my favorite area to be around i mean it wasn't like it's not bad it's just not my vibe there's there's some attractions over there that are you know one of them is like uh was it goofy's sky school sky or something school. yeah um mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a that's not a grown-up ride by the way but like the the swings, you know, that go around in a circle when they fly in the air is there. there. I think there's a carousel or something similar. I don't know. I that you're right. That that's not my kind of favorite area. Um, I think the bigger thing that is all over there is that's where the biggest area of quick service is to be found, right? So there's the most okay. outdoor outdoor corn, seating for corn food. dog castle. Yeah, corn dog, all all sorts of. Uh, things that you'd find on the boardwalk. Okay. That it is, it's, that's what it is. It's pizza, it's boardwalk themed food and everything like that. And then like really what's over there in paradise gardens park. Actually, we did spend some time there as we waited for world of color. Um, it's just kind of some terraces that look out into the lagoon itself. Um, and then right behind that is a very familiar attraction from magic kingdom. Yeah. You know, the, um, Ariel's, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. So that was one that we both went into thinking like, is this different or similar to the one at Magic Kingdom? And it's the exact same, except the um, the outside and the queue is different. And it's more of that. um, Yeah, this 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 one, this one's a mess. Like I this was like, oh, we have a building. What do we put in here? Oh, let's put the Little Mermaid in here. It doesn't make any sense to me. You got King Triton and a big statue on the outside of this gigantic palace. And you're like, but isn't like every... King Triton is a mermaid. He's underwater. Why would he be on an opera house? It kind of looks like an opera house or something to me, right? Anyways, the ride is exactly the same. So it's awesome. So that part yes. wins. Yeah. But the building in the queue is a little... I think it's a head scratcher. I thought we did like the tile work in there. It was very pretty. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing compared to the theming, though, to get into it at um, at Fantasyland and Magic Kingdom. That one is Yeah, where so you're like good. literally going underground into the caves yeah. and stuff. And yeah. yeah so Not it, to the it, opera it's, house. It's, it's a miss. The ride's still great. Love the Little Mermaid. But yeah, anyhow. So Randy did mention we did see World of Color over in this area. They do shut down um, Incredicoaster 
during the time of the yeah they shut down show. all of Pixar Pier. Yeah, yeah, and it's part of the backdrop and the and the experience. I thought it was amazing. I wouldn't need to see it every time. And it would be kind of cool to have a restaurant and a chair, but we did get reserved seating, so it was better seating than some people had. Um, but I just thought it was beautiful. It would have been yeah. better if we had people with us that were sad and grumpy. <laughs> but Oh, you mean our children? <laughs> well. Or our one child in particular? Yes, yes. Um, That's okay. He He had other plans and... Yeah. So, well, and it had been a really long day, but um, that is a lightning lane selection. You can, you can get into a virtual queue and the spaces do go quickly, but like right at noon, the virtual queue opens up. And so I was able to get both. I got to do it twice because remember I I was there for four days. Um, So I saw it twice, got in both times. It is much better seating than I think uh, you could get if you just had to try and you know, elbow spot. your way into other yeah. people because because it's right in front of the actual show. So if you're standing off on the on the pier or you're over one of the bridges and stuff, you're actually looking at it from an angle. I don't think you're going to get as good of a view of the projections as they take place on the water. Um, for me, World of Color, very similar in kind of thought to like Fantasmic or to um, Harmonious, but yeah, probably it's not quite as good. For me, but it yeah, was still really neat. There's no, there wasn't any fireworks. I don't think. There's no pyrotechnic. Well, there's a little bit of pyrotechnics. There's there were some flames that came up for the pirates. The crew. Oh, scenes, that's but, true. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it was cool. You should definitely see it at least once. But I would agree, this is not something you got to do every time you're there, because other parts there's going to be a lot of people over there watching the show, which means other parts of the park are going to be less crowded at that time. Okay, well, let's talk about my favorite area of the park and that's grizzly peak i don't know about you but i thought that was beautiful and i feel like if the theme of the park is disney's california adventure this plus the hollywood studios area to me makes the most sense um but it was just beautiful trees um the the main ride there is the um the water one what's it called uh oh yeah grizzly's river run grizzly river run yeah, Grizzly River Run. Beautiful. I mean, you t- definitely get wet. There's a lot of spinning. I don't usually get sick or dizzy, but that one actually did make me kind of dizzy. I don't know if you had that problem. Um, nope, I was just we- trying not to get wet. <laughs> that one was very nice that we had a lightning lane because it's kind of a slow loading, long line situation and it can be in the sun. Which I guess you kind of want. You kind of want to get a little hot before you get on a ride that gets you all wet. Um, I don't know. I just love that area. Um, and yeah, that's it's my favorite area of the park too. I mean, just from sheer beauty, um, peace, quiet. Um, you know, when I was a really, really little kid, I lived in Big Bear. Um, so you know, which is a little bit up in the mountains and stuff like that. It, it it's very. This is when you. When you wonder why why is California the bear republic, like it's because there are a lot of places like this throughout the state where the bears are there, and this is where you'd expect to find the bear. So it's awesome. And the other really cool part is this is also where the Grand Californian Resort connects yes. to the park. Yes. And when I, I say connects, I mean like you walk right in. Like there is no be- there's no better access to any of the parks than there is from the Grand Californian into Disney California Adventure. 
Yeah. So like at Epcot, you have the International Gateway and that's, you know, right by um, like Beach Club. Like this is even way closer <laughs> to get from that hotel to this park. Like it's it's right there. So we did take advantage of that. We went over and looked at Oogie Boogie, the big display. It smelled like sugar, like crazy. The big Oogie Boogie edible display. Um, but it was also a cool place to... <laughs> go to the bathroom. Remember how excited I was to use the bathroom there? Like nice bathrooms with two ply toilet paper and yeah. uh, like nice soap and nice yeah. uh, paper towels. Like it seems silly, but it was to me a nice refresher to go over there and, and use when you're bathrooms. When you're in a premier uh, hotel and that's what the Grand Californian is, like you get, you get premier amenities. And then you, we went and used the shop. We like shopped around the shop there, and it's just like a nice, quiet shopping experience. Sometimes you feel a little bit rushed and chaotic at some of the other shops at the parks. So I thought that was an awesome experience. I got a cool um, hydro flask, and Randy got a very nice Tommy Bahama shirt. His most expensive piece. It's of like clothing. the most <laughs> expensive piece of clothing I own, and I was like, I can't, I can't possibly justify spending this on one shirt, but. It I had Mickey on it, it. <laughs> and I did get a DVC discount, so that made it all okay. Yeah. Um, the other nice thing is over at the Grand Californian, there's rocking chairs and a fire and just kind of a place to to unwind a little bit and decompress yeah. from all of it. Yeah, definitely worth it. Uh, the Grand Californian is a place that one of these days I do want to be able to stay at and, yes. uh, you know, experience, I, you know, we haven't been able to do that yet, but it is on the bucket list. And so we'll do it one day, but great place. And I just love how it connects to the park like that. So as we round the corner, the last thing that we should probably mention is something that's very familiar to many people um, because it was a really big deal once upon a time. I guess it's still kind of a big deal, but it is the attraction Soarin'. Yeah, they yes. got it at DCA. Soren's there just like it is at Epcot. Um, it's pretty much identical except for the very end where instead of ending back up in Epcot and then the fireworks going off, you end up at Disneyland and the fireworks go off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think I think the theming is better here. It than makes it, more sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like this airport terminal thing at Epcot. Um and this one is like, oh, you're going into a hangar. Like it's like a, you know, actual plane hangar. And and then the other thing right next to it we ate lunch at is the Smoke Jumpers Grill. I thought the burger was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and they had this that great. For a quick service, that punch. I thought it was really very good. Yeah. 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 Again, guys, you got a mobile order. It just ugh, makes life so much better. But yes, soaring over there. I just, even the park, even the benches in that area, like remember the big things that look like wood, like it looks like yeah. open cut wood, recently cut wood for the benches. It's just beautiful. Um, I could have spent more time just hanging out there. I, I feel like, I'm, I don't know, I got to go back and read my history, but um Soren actually was original to California Adventure, was it not? I, I'm like 90% sure as well. I'm pretty sure. Right. And so so when you look at it, you're like, oh, I understand. Because I, I in fact, I remember even a little bit of, I, there was like an interview with Marty Sklar or, or one of those guys, and they're showing you the diorama, and it's of this hangar, right? 
Not at all what it's like at Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> but when you get there, you're just like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. And there's pictures of aviation history and all sorts of stuff. And you're like, oh, this is really very cool. You know, juxtapose that to The Little Mermaid, right, which was not original to California Adventure. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting. Like, they're like, oh, we're just going to transplant this one attraction to the next place. Like, when it's in its original spot, you can see why it's the way it is. The, yeah. You can see how the whole Imagineering story really makes it make sense. This is one where if you really, I think, want to experience Soarin' the right way, this is the go place to, to do it. Yeah, go to California and stay at the Grand Californian and do all the things. And you could literally, you walk out of the hotel, into the park, right on the Soarin'. You go through security, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the fastest line you could ever get into Soarin' in your life, so that's awesome. Okay, guys. Well, this makes me want to go back. It kind of makes me want to go back now that I've really looked at the map and I know my way around. I hate that feeling of like I'm wasting time or I'm missing something when I know a little bit better where things are. I feel like I can enjoy it because I can. To me, I have fun when it like, you know, everything flows and we're not down wasted time. So, well, just start studying your Disney World maps instead, because we got how many days? Uh, 51. 51 days till our next trip. Coming up faster than you know it. I know. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming to California Adventure with us. Uh, we got to go back. We're going to have to figure out time to go back. Yep. It was awesome. Thanks for hanging out. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>